0: The word of the Lord in Luke chapter 5, when you got it, say, man. And he entered into one of the ships, which was Simon's, and prayed him that he would thrust out a little from the land. And he sat down and taught the people out of the ship. And when he had left speaking, he said unto Simon, launch out into the deep and let down your nets for a drought. And Simon answering said, Master, we have toiled all night. And have taken nothing. Nevertheless, if you say so, I will let down the net. And when they did it, they enclosed a great multitude of fishes and the net break. Let's notice John chapter 21. I wasn't going to consider this particular passage, but it concerts and amalgamates the theme perfectly. Um, John chapter 21 Let's notice verse 5 and 6. Then Jesus saith unto them, Children, have you any meat? And they answered, No. Had to be from South Georgia, (laughs) no. And he said unto them, Cast thy net on the right side. In other words, you've been fishing on the wrong side. And so you need to fish on the right side. And there you shall find. They cast therefore and now they were not able to draw it for the multitude and I love King James terminology the multitude of fishes. Notice if you would Luke chapter 5 is an entirely different miracle an entirely different fishing expedition. In Luke chapter 5 this is when the disciples when he called Peter and his brother. But in John chapter 21 This is after Peter Denied the Lord With an oath and backslid And said in the previous Verses I go a fishing." He went back to what he Used to do only to find Himself in the situation that He was when Jesus found Him the first time The first time Jesus found him He toiled all night and caught Nothing the second time Jesus came Unto him on the same like manner he had fished all night and caught nothing again. Things that make you say hmm. Child of God, I want to talk for just a few moments if you would. We'll notice Second Kings chapter 5 later on in the text. I want to talk for a few moments and I want you to notice verse 3. And he entered into one of the ships which was Simon and prayed him that he would thrust out try it again. Let's tweak it. Let's tweak this thing. You're all night. you caught nothing. You're tired. You're washing your nets. You're out of your boat. You're standing by the lake. Verse 2. Let's tweak it. Let's make some minor adjustments. I want to talk for a few moments if you would indulge me benevolently from this theme. Minor adjustments. Major results. Look at your neighbor and say, just make some minor adjustments, and you're going to get some major, major results. I was in Fort Myers, Florida a few weeks ago, and the preacher asked, he said, what do you think of my church? And I said, you haven't paid me yet. (laughs) I'm just kidding. (laughs) I didn't take my meds today. But he said, what do you think of my church? And um, I said, what do you mean, I spiritually? He said, no, just tell me what you think of my church. And um, I said, well, if you really want me to be honest with you and if we're going to be friends, then you're going to have to allow me to be honest with you um, because I'd rather um, tell you the truth so you don't have any excuses. And so I said, well, first thing I think about your church is I don't think people like to park on grass. I said I think people like to park on concrete and I said the second thing I've noticed I said I think you need to remodel your bathrooms I said your bathrooms look outdated antiquated and old and I said if the men's bathrooms look old I wonder how the women's bathrooms look because women will drive 40 miles with 7 million gallons of Sprite on their bladder to avoid going into a nasty bathroom I wish I had a woman that would say take me to the next exit because I don't even want to go to a bathroom on this whole exit and so the pastor took it and he said brother Ziegler he said you are And I said, you asked, and I told you. Now let me see the check. (laughs) But anyway, but a minor adjustment, just something minor. Just, he asked me, I told him. It wasn't very large what I told him to do. It wasn't uh, something way out of the box, something difficult, but something perhaps that they could tweak. Some minor adjustments that will perhaps make visitors more comfortable in their church. Some things, oftentimes, I find that people, instead of doing what is perhaps a minor adjustment, they take a bulldozer and tear down something that they just needed to remodel or tweak. They'll just tear the whole thing down. Down instead of doing something real small. Sometimes, and I've learned this from my wife, it's not the big things that turn women on. Sometimes it's small things that most folks would overlook and underlook and perhaps not want to do but sometimes just the adjustment that is necessary to grow is a minor adjustment. Child of God I want you to know that life is about making adjustments since I've been married I understand that marriage is about making adjustments. It's about making adjustments like putting the toilet seat down That's a major adjustment when you've been single for a long period of time. Adjustments like when you leave a swallow of orange juice in the refrigerator. You might as well just kill it instead of leaving a swallow of juice in the refrigerator. There's nothing worse than somebody fried an egg and cooked some fried pancakes and bacon and sausage and their mouth is ready for Florida pride. And they open up the refrigerator only to see some dummy left a swallow of orange juice. That's the kind of stuff that'll make you go postal and shoot up a Walmart over a swallow of juice go get some just minor adjustments in ministry you have to make adjustments you find out early on in ministry that this is not Hollywood that it is hard work involved in ministry and you must make adjustments and get rid of time bandits and use your time wisely and evaluate things and make sure that you accentuate the positive and eliminate the negatives and get rid of the in-betweens every real child of God understands that having kids is about making adjustments you can't do what you used to do and go where you used to go when junior shows up life is comprised of multiple adjustments and then you when you go from preaching to pastoring pastoring is not about a great sermon pastoring is not about a great sunday but it is monday tuesday wednesday thursday friday saturday and sunday it is about making necessary adjustments. The word adjustment means modifications. It means fluctuation. It means making corrections in order to be better. If you do the same thing you'll get the same results and we must be wise enough as a football team or a basketball team. They have halftime in order to make adjustments. They look at film and they look at the way they've been doing things. The University of Georgia I saw many of you who are perhaps Georgia fans. When we had Herschel Walker we didn't make no adjustments it was Herschel right Herschel left and Herschel down the middle and until you're able to stop it then we make the adjustments but I want you to understand when your mind expands your life expands and once your mind expands it can no longer go back to the same parameters and so when you make mental adjustments you don't want to spend a whole lot of time in your life Going back and overdoing the same things over and over again. How many of you are tired of having the same arguments and walking around the same mountain and going around in circles year after year and month after month and tonight you're saying enough is enough. I'm ready to make some modifications. Some I'm ready to make some corrections so that I can go to the next level. Am I talking to anybody that's ready to go? to the next level and you are willing to humble yourself and make the necessary adjustments so you can get there. Do what you gotta do to get where you gotta go. I'm talking to serious people that are ready to make serious changes because there is an anointing with your name on it and the only way to get it is you must decrease so that God can increase in your life. It takes courage to be John the Baptist And I'm not saying this And please don't take this the wrong way But John the Baptist is Probably not as important But he is extremely important As it relates to Jesus He understood that I must Decrease so that He must increase John understood that you must Get self and I Out of the way Some folks always got themselves In the way and so they never responded see God's ultimate because they're always in the way of a move of God. But somebody look at three folks and say get out the way. If you want God to do something, get
1: out of the way. If you want God to enlarge your territory, get out the way. If you want God to bless your house, get out the way. Make a minor adjustment and major results will come in your life. Somebody clap your hands and say I'm making some adjustments in my life
0: so I can go to the next level am I talking to anybody in this room child of God I want you to understand something as we relate this particular passage to uh, point number two naming I found out that most people are desperately trying to make things hard have you ever dealt with people that spend their whole life trying to make something difficult something simple they try their hardest to make it difficult to make it hard the way is so simple that even a fool couldn't mess it up it is so simple confess with your mouth and believe in your heart god didn't ask you to give all of your money he just asked for a dime out of dollar he said just adjust your finances give me a dime and i will rebuke the devour for your sake I will open up the windows of heaven I will pour you out of blessing If you do something minor I'll do
1: something major I don't know who I'm talking to But God is worth more Than a dime But he asks if you give him a dime He'll cause things to start flowing In your life Press down, shaking together Running over good measure Just do something minor And he's going to do something
0: Look at somebody and tell them I'm ready for something major. We spend all of our lives trying to make it hard. We spend our lives trying to make it difficult. We spend our lives trying to do something crazy. But God is just asking you do something minor. Consider naming if you would. In 2nd Kings chapter 5 we are introduced to this crazy man. This crazy man who is sick under death. And when you on death row you ain't got a whole lot of options. When you dine and you get to a prophet, the best thing for you to do is do what he said. You need to develop a Nike Holy Ghost. Just do it. Just do what he said. He gets to the prophet and the prophet tells him, based on what he needs, go dip in Jordan seven times. He looks at the Jordan River the prophet doesn't come out and see him his pride his arrogance is so much so in the way that he almost dies in unbelief then obeys and reaps the blessings of simple obedience Naaman goes and gets ready to go away he gets ready to leave the spot where his miracle is about to take place and the little slave girl says to Naaman in about verses 10 through 12 if he would have asked you to do something hard, you would have tried to do it. If he would ask you to do something difficult, like bungee jump, <laughs> jump out a plane, climb a mountain. Those folks the other day were, were with that mind over matter uh, 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 guru. The other day, and they were walking over hot coals, and all those people burned the bottoms of their feet. I could have told them that was going to (laughs) happen. If we ask people to do something difficult, nine times out of ten, they will think that that's God, and that's what they got to do. But his yoke is easy. He told the man who had a paralyzed, withered hand, I want you to do something simple. What? Stretch. It got to be more than that. Stretch. They would had run out of wine. And Jesus said, go get some water. Water? We don't need water. We need Morgan... Daniel's. <laughs> we need wine, but just do what he said. They brought the water, and there's no water in wine. But when God gets through, He knows how to turn water in the wine. And make what you thought was going to be water, the best wine that you ever
1: had in your life. I just came from Norcross to tell somebody, God's getting ready to do something in your life. He's going to take what you got and turn it into the greatest miracle you ever seen in your life. And all you got to do is just obey Him and watch Him bless you. Am I talking to anybody in this house? stop trying to make it hard look at somebody and say you 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 I'm talking to you
0: with your dressed up self stop trying to make it hard they ran out of food they didn't have any food all they had was two sardines and five pieces of light bread but Jesus being Jesus took that bread and took those sardines and opened up Orion's in the middle of nowhere baked bread without an oven and
1: fried fish without a stove I don't know who I'm talking to but the God that you serve he doesn't need all of your ability, he just needs your availability and if you just show up, he's going to bless you exceedingly, abundantly is there anybody in here ready for a blessing and all you going to do is make the adjustments for the blessing said give somebody an elbow and say half time adjustment the first half you did it your way the second half do it god's way the first half you tried to please people the next half please god as for me and my house i'm gonna serve the lord i don't care what anybody says or anybody think. i'm not gonna make it hard i'm gonna trust god and let him bless me
0: You want to know the way not to get healed? Listen to people. You want to know the way to get divorced? Listen to people. You want to know a way to lose your family?
1: Listen to people. But God's got a way of blessing you. If my people who are called by my name would humble themselves and pray and seek my face. I'll bless your socks on.
0: Shake your head and tell somebody, I've been delivered from people. Stop trying to make it hard. I'm sure somebody looked at Naaman and said, it got to be more to it than that. Come, on. Come here, girlfriend. Come, on. Come here, girlfriend. You need a healing. You got leprosy. Girl, you got to do seven backflips. The stinky leg. Drop it like it's hot. You got to do it. No don't don't But this is the word. Just go out there and dip. Just a minor adjustment. It ain't gonna be like you thought. Oh the Holy Ghost just told me to tell somebody It ain't going to be like you thought Oh my thoughts are not your thoughts
1: My ways are not your ways You going to do something little And you going to get something great And it's going to happen in your life And you going to know it's God
0: If you did something hard You would get the credit But if you just do what God Tells you to do Dip the girl said, the little slave girl said, you ain't, just just tell her, you ain't got nothing to lose. You ain't got nothing to lose. <laughs> but I'm sure somebody said, you know what, this is stupid. That's right. But sometimes the miraculous is the ridiculous. God always moves outside the parameters of what people think you ought to be doing, where you ought to be staying, and why you ought to be living. He always goes beyond all of that dips seven times and his skin turns Because God specializes in defying logic and giving you a miracle when you were down to your last and you thought it was over and you didn't think it could be done. That's when God shows up and
1: says just do something small and watch me do something that will blow your mind and let you know without a shadow of a doubt that this is God.
0: Am I talking to anybody in this house? look at somebody and say minor adjustment one thing I learned about God his yoke is his burden is light he never ever has asked us to do something where we make a bigger sacrifice than him it's always him working in us to will and to do his good pleasure Everybody that he ever asked to do something, everybody perhaps thought you got to be crazy. But if it ain't crazy, it ain't God. Because God absolutely talks crazy. Watch me open up this Red Sea and dry up this ground. Watch me make an axe head swim. Crazy. Watch me make a raven feed you. Watch me send an aquafina plant to your feet. Crazy. God always specializes. Watch me bring down a giant who brought a sword to a rock fight. God. Always. Watch me make the sun stand still. So you can avenge your enemies. Watch me put the choir in front of the army
1: and when the choir go to praising God, Watch me confuse the enemy. I wish I had somebody that understood that praise is your weapon. I wish I had somebody to shout for the next 30 seconds because God is in front of you
0: sight. When Chad and these musicians, that's why we do praise service first. Because we follow the motto of Jehoshaphat. Put the praises out front. Don't put no dead heads in front of me. Don't put nobody that ain't been through nothing in front of me. Don't put nobody in front of me that haven't been tried by the fire.
1: Haven't been through hell and high water. I need somebody that's been through something to holler. I got something to shout about. I'm the redeemed of the Lord. Let them say so.
0: Am I talking to anybody in this house? Point number two, stop trying to make it hard. Your steps are ordered by God. Stop trying to make it difficult. His strength is perfect in weakness. His grace is sufficient. His peace passes understanding. His love never fails. His peace will guard your heart and your mind. But we are steadily trying To make it difficult. Pastor Matura has a little button in his office. What does it say? That was easy. What does it say? That was easy. That was easy. You just push it and it says, that was easy. The way of the transgressor is hard. When you're trying to get somebody else's husband. Boy, it got quiet on these first five rows. Well, when I rained on your parade, boy, that woman on that row over there looked at me and rolled her eyes. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. The way of the transgressor is hard. The way of the wicked is hard. God always paves the way. Opens doors that no man can close. And closes doors that no man can open. God will make a jackass save your life. The prophet Balaam was trying to make it difficult. He was trying to curse people that God blessed. But you can't curse Alan Matura because God has put the blood all over his life.
1: And when I see the blood, I will pass. I wish, is there anybody? That devil can't curse you. Witches can't curse you. The enemy can't put no food on you. You're covered by the blood of the living Christ. Hallelujah simple don't make it hard
0: you want to see the lord pass over what what do we do for the lord to pass over get some blood put it over the door and when i oh jesus
1: Ooh, I don't know who I'm talking to, but I declare you not the death angel. I heard the Holy Ghost just say, the funeral has been canceled, and you're going to live. God ain't out. I dare you to praise Him. Somebody praise Him. Somebody praise Him. Say yeah. Say yeah. come here pastor put the blood just go grab somebody just touch somebody in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus when I see the blood I will pass
0: all they had to do Was it. Look at someone and say, all you got to do is it. Stop. I'll be with you in a minute. Making it hard. What? Put the blood on the door. Death is coming. But when he sees it, somebody do like this.
1: Say it's flying over my house. Sickness is flying over my house. Depression is flying over my house. The spirit of suicide is flying over my house. I'm not going to die. I'm going to live to see God turn this thing around in my life.
0: Reach over and grab somebody's hand and say, Don't make it hard. If any two
1: of you agree as touching anything, whatever you ask the Father in my name, I will do it. Amen.
0: Brother JC, we try to make it hard. And God is saying, get out the way. You do the minor, I do the major. You praise, I slay your enemy. You remember, King Hezekiah had an army. Hey, I love a horse And King Hezekiah got a letter from those kings. We going to wipe you out. King Hez took the letter and laid it at the altar, and said, "God, this is major to me, but it's minor to you." Oh, I want you where you've been hurting in your body. Say, "This is major to me, but it's a light thing to you." If you got cancer, say it. It's major to me, but it's minor to you. You, 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 you can do it just like that. Hezekiah lays the letter down and says, Lord, I can't win this one. But you can. And then he put some butter on God's bread. He started worshiping him. If God's got a weakness, the weakness of God is kind of like Bartimaeus, Jesus, thy son of David. The weakness of God is as the deer panted for the water brook, so my soul hungeth after thee. The weakness of God is when you say, I believe you're my healer, I believe you're more than enough for me. You're the source of my supply, Lord. I praise you and I raise you
1: high. I will sing hallelujah. Oh Lord, the weakness of God is let the redeemed that the Lord said. So that's the weakness.
0: And God was listening to Hezekiah talk about how he couldn't do nothing with these enemies. And God looked at a seraphim angel and said you go now and that angel went over the camp of king Sennacherib and flapped his wings and a hundred and seventy three thousand soldiers died
1: dead night and when king hezekiah woke up the next morning the problem that was major was now laying dead on the ground god told me to tell you the major problem that's been in your life is gonna be laying on the ground say
0: yes you do the minor and look up and say you do major I'm going to get out of your way by humbling myself and I'm going to allow you to be God in this situation my grandfather used to say ain't nobody God but God am I talking to anybody in this room I want to talk to all of the educated people in this house. Ain't nobody God. But God. And if you just get your pride of knowing everything out of the way. And just say, welcome Holy Spirit. We are in your presence. Dining at your table. You do what I can. Can I talk to somebody? Naaman did it and obedience was the key to overflowing healing. He almost walked away and died. But he started dipping and lived. Because he decided, if this is all you want me to do, Something clicked. This all you want me to do? Just dip in this water? In my, this just dip in fridge, Just That's all you want me to do. Just dip in the water. The girl said if he told you something hard, you would have tried to do it. But he told you to do something that blew your mind. Can I say it one more time? He just asked for a dime out of a dollar. ask for is a dime out a dollar, and watch me work it from generation to generation to generation to generation to generation to generation to generation. To generation, to generation. <laughs> Let me hasten to finish. I got about five more minutes in my text from Luke chapter five. Peter was accustomed to doing it on his own. He had perhaps an account at Bass Pro Shop. (laughs) He had a Bass Master Boat. He had a successful fishing business up to this point. But man's extremity is God's opportunity. When you reach the bottom of the barrel of meal, that's where you'll find that God knows how to fill it. Not from the top to the bottom, but the bottom to the top. He'd reached his lowest point. A hard place in his life. And many of you are there right now where you don't want to make any adjustments. You don't want to try it again. You don't want to love again. You don't want to give again. You don't want to hope again. You don't want nothing to do with God because you've been disappointed. Perhaps one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten times in your life. Hope deferred makes the heart sick. But when a desire comes to pass, it's like butter, baby. He had tried all night long. Folks perhaps thought that he. Used the wrong bait, or had the wrong hooks, or had the wrong nets, or perhaps there was another problem a mechanical error. No, same boat that caught so many fishes, same nets. That pulled in so many fishes. Same hooks that hooked so many fishes. Same bait that caught so many. Same. Uh, uh, the, the, you know how it is. To all y'all fishermen in here. That, that, that has the, the the radar for where the, the, the fish are. Yes. There daddy are over there. I throw the net over there. And still didn't catch nothing. And he perhaps thought. As he was washing the net. It's over. Have you ever felt like that? it's over and then somebody say and then Jesus shows up the wonderful counselor that he is and just talks you out of blowing your brains out Has anybody in this room ever had Jesus talk you out of doing something stupid? Talk you out of doing something crazy? Talk you out of jumping? Talk you out of cutting? Talk you out of shooting? Talk you out of sitting in the car and letting the air condition turn into carbon monoxide and kill you? Has he ever talked you out of something? Peter is washing the net. Washing the net. He had toiled all night and was washing the net. He pulled them in and was washing them. And as he is standing away from the boat with the fishermen, having this big old grown man pity party, (laughs) Jesus just walks over, gets in his boat, and they look over and say to Peter, there's a man in your boat.
1: <laughs>
0: you know that man. There's no beauty but we should, we should desire him. Smitten of God and afflicted. He opens not his mouth. A lamb led dumb to his shearers. He's in the boat. Peter walks up to him and he says, Can I use your boat? This boat? this boat all these other boats I I want to use yours and some people get in the boat apparently and reluctantly Peter pushes out as the scripture uses this word because it's very important to the text the bible said he goes out a little from the land watch this he makes a small adjustment he's willing to do a little not knowing on the backside of his obedience, the fish are coming to the boat. And the scripture says, and Jesus taught them out of the boat. What was he talking about? Was he talking about Jehovah Jireh, the God whose provision will be seen? Was he talking about Jehovah Shalom, the God who gives peace to people that's about to go crazy? Was he, was he talking about Jehovah Nisi, the Lord who will beat up all your enemies? Was he talking? What was he talking about? Was he talking about the God that fed them manna and then quail, then water from a rock? What was he talking about? We don't know, but whatever it was. He talked Peter into trying again. I want you to grab your neighbor's hand and say, the Holy Ghost is talking you into some minor adjustments. The way you've been feeling in your body The way you've been feeling in your mind the way you, you don't need to go to the Mayo Clinic You don't need a psychiatrist You don't need nobody to give you no pills What you need is a minor adjustment Just, just go out a little from where you've been And let God talk to you This is the middle of the year this is the middle of 2012, the middle of the year. And, and, and you call the meeting in the middle of the year for God to talk to us in the middle of 2012. He's, he's telling us tweak it just a little bit. Just tweak it just a little bit. You don't
1: have to do a whole lot. Just go out and You
0: Peter pushed back and got out there. And he started talking. He talked. And he talked. And he talked. Until that anger turned to peace. And that frustration turned to comfort. Would you lift your hands and listen to God talk to you tonight about the future? all things work together for the good of them that love the Lord he that hath begun a good work will perform it will complete it it ain't over till God says it's over this ain't your best day your best day is ahead of you
1: don't you give up now because what's getting ready to happen is so much better than anything you ever had in your life I don't know who I'm talking to but your ministry is greater in the future than it's ever been in the past strengthen the stakes lay down the hammer God's getting ready to break forth blessings in your life
0: look at somebody and say you done talked me into it stand up Holy Ghost woman stand up right there and say God you done talked me into it you don't taught me in the believing you. You don't taught me in the trusting you. You don't taught me in the hoping again. Is there anybody in this room?
1: I got a word from the Lord. Try it again. Look at somebody say try it again. It didn't work the last time, but this ain't the last time.
0: This is a new time. You know what I just heard the Holy Ghost saying? The God of the morning after. Look at somebody and say, last
1: night, nothing worked. But this morning, everything going to work. Last night, you didn't catch nothing. This night, you're going to catch everything. Somebody, anybody, start shouting right now. Give him praise. Give him praise. Is he the God of the morning after? Is he the God of a turnaround? Praise him, honey. I wish somebody get in the aisle and praise him. I wish somebody in this choir would praise him. Come here, baby. Come here right now. I feel the Holy Ghost. I feel the Holy Ghost. Praise him right now. Just praise him. Just praise him. praise him. The Holy Ghost grab your neighbor's hand and say he's about to turn it around. I feel a shout in this house. I feel a shout in this house. Say hey.
0: tell somebody this is the morning after. Tell your neighbor this is the morning after.
1: The devil should have killed me last night. He should have put my lights out last night. He should have made me blow my brains out last night. But somebody wipe your face and say, I'm up now, devil. Weeping man, do it for a night. But joy comes in the morning. Somebody give him a praise in here. Oh, I feel the Holy Ghost over here. Somebody shout over here. I feel a breakthrough in this house. Somebody leap for joy. Somebody give Him glory. Oh! Excuse me while I praise Him. Excuse me while. I'm
0: at somebody say last night. We didn't catch nothing. Last night
1: was the worst night of my life. Last night, the bottom dropped out. Last night, I heard the devil laughing, saying my life is over. But earlier, one Sunday morning, he got up from the grave with all If you believe it, give him a praise right now. Don't tell three people. He's the God of the morning after. He's the God of the morning after. He's the God of the morning after. He's the God. Hey, hey, hey. The God
0: of the morning after. Just tell your neighbor, just go out a little. Just push back a little. Just just do like this. That's that's how far. You need to go way out there. But brother Ziggler, the big fish. No, 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 they're not. They're not way out there today. Jesus is in the boat with you. Things change depending on who is next to you. Oh, tell your neighbor, the devil should have never let you sit by me. Because when I say glory, you say hallelujah.
1: When I say thank you, you ought to say Jesus. Look down your road and say fire three times. Fire, fire, fire. My God is holy. There it is. There it is over there. Somebody praise him over there. I dare you to praise What's wrong with y'all? He's in the boat. Look down your row and say he's on this row right now. Tell your neighbor he's on this row right now. Get ready, get ready. There's a miracle coming on this row.
0: Open up the door, honey. He says unto Peter, Peter, throw it out. I told all night, but nevertheless minor adjustment but what he didn't know right up under the boat a whole bunch of fishes have
1: started moving towards the boat. Get somebody's hand and start stomping. Start stomping. And say you're right up underneath. The biggest blessing you ever had in your life. Y'all ain't stomping. Start stomping. I just heard the Holy Ghost say you're right on top of it. (laughs)
0: The net. Pull me. Pull me. Jesus. God, you. Pull me. The net started pulling. The net started pulling. I want you to tell somebody your net is pulling, which is indicative. Something is in there. What you've been waiting on is in the net.
1: What you've been praying for is in the net. What you've been believing God for is in the net. Look at your neighbor and say, Pull it! They pulled it.
0: And they couldn't Bring it in. What are you saying, Brother Ziegler? He pushed out a little and got a major mind-blowing, mind-boggling. I'm talking about fish in a famine. I'm talking about favor in the middle of a famine a breakthrough right after a breakdown oh am
1: I talking to anybody
0: he got it by just going out a little see some of y'all think I got to climb Mount Everest I got to run across America to get God to like me he already likes you how do you know Because if he wasn't going to use you, he would have let the devil kill you. (laughs) He kept you alive because he's got major plans to use you in a major way. Mm -hmm. Grab that hand. I'm getting ready to quit. They had to ask people to help them bring it in. The Bible said, and they beckoned their partners you got to help me bring this blessing in can you imagine a fathom that your next blessing is going to be one of them I got to call somebody I done tore up my living room shouting and I need you to come tear up this dining room I'm about to tear this mug up in this house I'm about to kick over the coffee table I'm, I'm about to go crazy up in here A minor adjustment. Small sacrifices bring major blessings. Things like staying in Peachtree City when you could have took another church. Things like staying married when you could have got a divorce. Things like having a baby when you could have got an abortion. Small sacrifices. Because it ain't nothing for God to make a son stand still. Squeeze that hand. And God spoke to me and said, tell the people all over the world, I'm getting ready to do something major. My cousin, Chad, has a daughter that has cerebral palsy. Never walked. Never talked. But could it be that God is setting her up for something major? Am I talking right? Can it be God setting you up for something big, exceedingly, abundantly, above all you can? Could it be that God that you're down to nothing because god is up to something big and god's gonna take you
1: as far up as he took you down somebody say i'm going as far up as i've been down in my life i've been mighty low but the god that i serve is the god of the morning after
0: Your latter shall be greater than your former Big things are about to happen in your life Say it Major Speak prophetically Major You're going to get a major phone call Let me go down this aisle You're going to get A major deposit Your child is going to get a major scholarship Somebody's going to get a major healing in your body. You're going to see a major turnaround with your child's behavior and their grades in school this year. That major, their attention is going to be most excellent. It's going to be major. You believe that? Grab that hand. Major. You're looking for major changes major, this major project that we have I'm believing God, everybody that's working on the building is going to be saved and filled with the Holy Ghost they're standing on holy major point at Chad and say a major music project major, something Peter didn't think nothing major was going to happen he just, you want to use the boat? I want not use the boat. He didn't know he was being set up for a multitude of fishes. All he knew was he didn't want to go home. And some of you don't want to go home because you're so frustrated. But when Jesus is in the boat, just push out. A little. Squeeze that hand. Somebody's real frustrated. Give me your hand, son. I feel the Holy Ghost. I feel something happening in this house. The Holy Ghost is in this house.